Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 469 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam and I'm feeling like crap, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I sound a bit funny. Uh, Brett, if you're listening to this, I have not died yet. Um, when, I, when, <laughs> when I said I couldn't go to work, he said, okay, just don't die. That seems to be his <laughs> positive his message. Go-to, his go-to uh, plan of life, yes. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, just work, pretty much. Just work. Although I'm, I'm gonna, I want to start off with this bit of a story because it's a bit of a laugh. Last night, I had a friend um, from out of town pop in. I haven't seen him for a couple of years, not in person anyway. And um, so they were staying with another friend. So I went over there, and I said, "Oh, so, so what are you doing in town?" She's like, "Well, I'm here for a leadership conference, but I'm starting to get quite worried about it." And I, okay, what, okay, what's that? A leadership conference sounds pretty good. She's like, yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be great because I'm catching up with somebody I work with that I haven't seen in person for a while because we all work remotely and stuff. And um, that's all good. But I never read the, <laughs> I never read the fine prints on this leadership thing. Oh no, that the company's paying for. So you know, I got a bit of travel and I got a bit of um, you know, um, paying for this thing, and it's. The active act. I'm sorry, I'm reading here. Activate leadership accelerator for okay. churches, business leaders, and our teams. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we're serious. I'm going to read this. We are serious about our mission to activate community transformation and the big vision we are pursuing to build a legacy of hope for the people of Hamilton and New Zealand. We've built a leadership development day for our teams and staff to augment our leadership and accelerate us forward. Anyone involved in leadership, churches or business helping build the kingdom of God will benefit from this great day. <laughs> aren't we aren't we all doing that, Chris? <laughs> yes. The the Chris and Sam podcast is definitely trying to build what is it? Build the kingdom of God. So anyway, we're, try- that, we're that trying was- to build something. That was because she she said I never read this. I just assumed it was a leadership day. I didn't know it was like the church type thing was putting it on, but I didn't realize this was the story. And then I start getting some messages this morning. Yes, <laughs> yes, because she's had this thing. Right? Yeah, and so the first one was um, like I think it started around nine or something, and I don't have the timeline on this, but it said something like just after nine, like oh my god, so many religious people. And then um, about an hour later was, I feel like the audience laughs extra loud. It's surreal. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And then she goes, here's some notes I wrote from the last speaker. I don't know what my takeaway is. And the speaker's Rukumoana Schaffhausen. Okay. Um, and, and the notes she's written down is typed in, our identity being God's handiwork and being able to celebrate strengths. Shut down the voice of the accuser. God knew where he wanted me to be. A lady prayed over me and declared who I was in God so I could change the narrative in my head. The people she works for, have they picked, have they misunderstood the main benefit of this course? Um, the person who um, 
invited her to this, works with her, and this is her church. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So that makes sense. Yeah, okay. She she's been that old that old track. She's she's got the boss to pay for her to attend yeah. this uh, yeah. thing, probably in the past as well. And this time she's she's invited a coworker. Oh, uh, okay. That old trick. Yeah, it, I get- it was it was almost really bad because I she, she says, "Well, oh, um, the person that I'm going to see here, I I don't want to name any names. No, no. Right. The, the person who's who set this all up had a is a bit ill." And she goes, if she's not going to make it, I'm not going by myself. And before we got into all this sort of thing, I was like, well, if she's not making it, I'll, I'll use a ticket. I'll come with you. So you won't be by yourself. Can you imagine me in that environment? I want, <laughs> I want laughing at inappropriate moments. <laughs> I want to know if you were, if you would out laugh them. <laughs> I'd probably run out, run out the door. Not today, Satan. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I, watched, I just want to start with that because that was hilarious and it was, it's made my morning. <laughs> I watched two movies this week. Oh, yeah. One was called The Black Phone. It's the on Black Netflix. Phone. Oh, yeah. Came out in 2021. They did initial screenings of it and then apparently audiences really liked it. So they um, released it in the summer. So this is the gist. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. Ooh. It shot really well. It's pretty cool. Quite liked it. Um, I don't know what the budget would have been for this. I mean, the budget would have been high because Ethan Hawke is in it. But um, it, it, I think it's a good, good, good movie. Then I used Hawk. Yeah, isn't that the Mission Impossible character? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Carry on. Don't worry. Don't don't worry about me. I'm I'm yeah. I can't think what his last name is. Anyway, no. Ethan Hawke's a real person. Okay. Anyway, uh, and then the other movie I used some free tickets to go see. Uh, All of us strangers, which has just come out. A screenwriter drawn back to his childhood home enters into a fledgling relationship with his downstairs neighbor while discovering a mysterious new way to heal from losing his parents 30 years ago. Uh, that doesn't sound like the sort of movie I'd bother seeing, I'm going to say. I went in blind, so <laughs> I wasn't expecting all the gay sex. But, oh, well, no, like he's hooking up with you know, two gay guys, basically. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the gist of it, is, like, it's good. It's interesting. Yeah, like but you it's sort not of so, the sort of thing you want to go into blind. To be fair, no, like, you can go into any movie blind. It's fine. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was alright. It was good. It was good. Uh, but it was sort of left you with questions. You're like, what was real? What wasn't? I don't know what, what to believe. Mm. So anyway, still probably not the sort of thing I'd go to. But that's cool. No, no, no. Because it's drama, fantasy, romance. That's not your cup of tea. Mm, no. Um, cool. All right. Uh, what else have you got on? Um, I, uh, I've got to, I've got to do it. I've got to talk a little bit about Trump, right? So, uh, buckle. When, when, when your shoe's coming. <laughs> I'm, they're not. Did you see that they, the historians ranked, um, the greatest presidents of all time? They did okay. That this week, um, or last week. 
um, and the t- tally came from 154 presidential specialist um, um, historians mm, all right. um, who are all current recent or current and recent members of the American Political Science Association. And so they basically they all scored them and they sent them in and then they collated the scores. So it's oh, like, okay. as objective, I guess, as you can make it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're, they're ranking each one, like giving them a score, I assume, out of 100 or something like that. And then they get them all together and cl- collated them. So the number one was Lincoln. Uh, yeah, President okay. Lincoln. Where do you reckon Obama might have got? Oh, he's in the top 10. Yes, he is. He's but I don't seven. know when. Number okay. seven, which is pretty good. So it's- where's um, where's Ro- old? Oh, who? Lincoln Roosevelt, Washington. Uh, Lincoln Roosevelt, Washington. The other Roosevelt, because there was two. I didn't know that. Jefferson, Truman, and then Obama. Oh, okay. Eisenhower, Johnson, and Kennedy. Oh yeah, I wonder where Eisenhower was going to fit into that. Yeah. Uh, oh, where's Biden fit? Biden's fourteen. Okay. And then the big question. Not really, is there? Yeah, forty-five is forty-five. <laughs> Trump, Trump came last. Yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> he's a total idiot. Um. So anyway, you know, because okay, so we, I don't know. I'm sure we've mentioned, and everybody knows anyway, that he's um, he's you know, been fined three hundred fifty million dollars, which with interest like that he owes because it's. Six years of interest he has to pay on that is four hundred fifty million. The interest oh, right. alone is a million a week at the moment. Nice on, on what he's doing. So he's he's got these fines he's facing. So he's uh, grifting hard. Um, and the sneakers to which you alluded earlier, he has these gold uh, with a T stands for traitor. No, Trump. Sorry, stands for Trump yeah. um, on them. And um, he was selling them for four hundred. Bucks, but he has only made <clears throat> only manufactured twelve of them. Oh, so people are paying for them, but they're going to have to wait for the China to make them and send them over um, okay. before beforehand. Although the the one pair um, got sold at auction with him signing it for nine thousand dollars. Oh, so they say they've sold out um, on the website, which means nothing because. No, you know, hey, you know, that that stuff doesn't seem to bother him, though, does it? No, he doesn't care. He, he like doesn't, he's just doesn't he matter. Doesn't care. But what I wanted to share was was this um, court thing. So the, it's a bit under the radar. Most people weren't aware of it, but there was a. I don't want to get too technical. There's a thing called a spec, which is a special purpose um, um, uh, investment vehicle. So you yeah. Can, Put money in, and and then the the spec then invests in things, so you, all these people can share in that investment. And there's some particular rules around it, which are a bit weird, but it is what it is. And yeah. one of the main rules is you can't like go. This spec is going to invest in that before you get all the investors in the spec. They have to invest first, and then it makes the decision what it's going to do, right? And I don't know the reason for that, but there is a reason for that. That's the whole point. Okay. So, um. There was all these – the SPAC was created to buy Donald Trump's media company, Trump Media, which is the truth social and all that crap. And um, 
they, it, 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 they did a big investigation because it's like, but they put the spec together knowing they were going to buy that. Like that's against the rules of a spec. Like, so he should yeah. have done for this. But the um, FDA or whatever it is, uh, not the drug administration, the other one, the financial guys, um, yeah, they they've they've given it the okay. But oh. they have to, so they go, yeah, no, it's fine. The spec can buy that. It's all good, no problem. But we have to uh, read. They have to include this. Um, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, disclaimer in there. And I'm going to read a little bit of this disclaimer because I think it's hilarious. They had to put this in their investment portfolio or whatever it is. Yeah. Number of companies that were associated with President Trump have filed for bankruptcy. There can be no assurances that T- TMTG, Trump Media Something Group, will uh, not also become bankrupt. Entities associated with President Trump have filed for bankruptcy protection. The Trump Taj Mahal, which was built and owned by President Trump, filed for Chapter 11 in 1991. The Trump Plaza, the Trump Castle, the Trump Plaza Hotel, all owned by President Trump at the time, filed for filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 1992. THCR, which was founded by President Trump in 1995, um, also bankrupt in 2004. Trump uh, Entertainment Resorts, the new name given to Trump Hotels and Casino Resorts after its 2004 bankruptcy, also declared bankruptcy again in 2009. While all of the foregoing were different businesses than TMTG, there can be no guarantee that TMTG's performance will exceed the performance of these businesses. (laughs) So much winning. So, so much winning. And and on that, have you heard? Um, not that it's directly Trump, but have you heard uh, John Oliver's latest? Oh, um, oh shit, Thomas. It's Clay, like Clarence he, Thomas. That's right. If he quits or something, he'll give him a million dollars a year or something. Yeah. So Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court justice who's just appalling. If Listen you know to more about yes. him. Uh, go to the Behind the Bastards podcast. No, was it them or was it the other guys? It's either behind the bastards or the dollop. Yes, one, one of or the, the other. I can't remember. I think it might be the dominant. Well, no, I think it was a crossover. Was that the crossover? I don't know, but you'll find yeah. it on either of them. Listen to both. Yeah, of them. D- d- awesome. Because uh, th- I didn't know enough about him, and that guy is a sicko. Anyway, um, yeah, he he's he's doing some dodgy, dodgy, dodgy stuff. So apparently, in his last program, which I haven't seen yet, um, John Oliver calls him out and says, "Hey, look, you need a break." All this corruption, it's got to be tiring. Why don't you take a break? And I know you like um, uh, the, what do they call them? The RVs, the big um, trailers that they live in. Yeah, yeah. Give you a $2 million one of those, upgrade the one you've got, and I'll pay you a million dollars a year. And you don't have to be a Supreme Court justice anymore. You have 30 days to decide. (laughs) Imagine if he was like, yeah, okay, sweet ass. I yeah, and just think about the the, the balls and ass like putting that offer out there because that's a significant um, liability you're sign, signing up for. Yeah, a million dollars a year. I mean, you can't live forever. Um, no, they would have worked it out though. They would have yeah. worked out what the maximum was. Yeah, it'll be almost a, a an insurancey payout type thing because there's Probably. a way of doing that. Um, so yeah, they would, they will pay into a, a, a fund and, um, it'll cover that. So yeah, it's, um, 
I don't know. That that's ballsy. I I think it's and it's hilarious and it's brilliant. So I and it would be freaking amazing if he actually did take it. I mean, John Oliver would get a, the the President's Medal Award or something. I think if he got, if if that happens, <laughs> which I'm sure is not what he's after. But there you go. Um, but, that's my yes. American um, segment done. Okay, good, good. I'm <laughs> um, I'm feeling under the weather, so I can't fight it. Sorry about that, guys. We had, we had <laughs> a lot of Trump. That should keep him. That should keep him happy for the next three weeks or so. Yeah, yeah. Until something else crazy happens. Uh, these there was a story which I don't fully believe, but I will tell you about it. Apparently, a British visitor to New Zealand was perplexed by the signs that they saw everywhere in New Zealand. She saw them dotted around the country, and she thought they could be a, for a cult or a political party. Uh, a little sign has five-digit numbers, and it says at the top, it starts here, right? And she posted uh, to the New Zealand Travel Tips private Facebook group, and um, not as noticeable in the South Island, but North Island, you can see them. They asked some people, and some Kiwis were like, I have no idea what that is either. Like, have no idea. From my description, do you know what that could have been? No, no. It starts here, and then it's a number. That's five digits on a blue sign. It's the Fonterra Dairy signs for the oh, farm. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, for those that don't know, Fonterra is the milk producer, so the trucks drive around, and they've got to pick up milk and stuff. Yeah, so it's it's really signage for them for the farmers, um. So they go to the right farm and all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't anyway, know how it works or anything. No, 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 no. That's right. But she was just like, oh, they look like similar ones that we have in the UK, where that might be like a political party sign thing. All right, <laughs> that's weird. Very weird. That's weird. Uh, it's speaking. Speaking of weird, um. There was something I wanted to say that was a bit weird. Oh, yeah, no, um, about the, the people um, traveling, uh, Google Maps. So do you hear about these um, two German tourists? I'm going to – don't play. Actually, just... I saw a headline, but uh, I don't really know what happened. Yeah, so these um, German tourists were going uh, up, like, up through past Cairns right to the tip of top, tippy-top part of australia there the tippy top of australia yes yeah i don't know what it's called and uh they had like a four-wheel drive and all that they're renting and all that and it's all good and they're driving up this um roadway and then um google maps they follow google maps and turn them off onto a dirt track which actually leads to the national park not to this town that they're going to Mm. and so they went up this um dirt roadway for I, I don't know how long, but it might have must have been quite a way. And they finally got bogged down and they got stuck. So they decided to um so they're going from Cohen to Bamaga is where they're going. And they um so they went, oh, I think it was about 60 kilometers off this road. Yeah. And so they started walking forward, thinking they were getting to this town and they must be getting close. But all they came across was crocodiles and um, bush pigs and stuff like that. They tried creating a shelter, but uh, sucked at that. 
they went back to the vehicle and waited there for a while, and then they um, ended up walking back to the town they came from. Oh my god! And people, so they were they were out for a week. It was Bar a week, um, and they did pretty well, I think, uh, surviving that. But um, Google, they got hold of Google, or Google got hold of them and said, "Oh, well, glad you're safe, and we'll look into it." But you just can't trust. Um, no, that much. Like, no, no, no. You life. need to have, you need to have like maps with you. Yeah, and how to read a compass would help, and maybe an actual standalone GPS unit or yeah. something. Yeah, but yeah, a map would absolutely. You know, you may poo-poo the map, but it absolutely helps. That's right. Hey, in Queenstown, it's very hard to find somewhere to stay, Is it? Uh, to live. Like, so they've got a shortage of workers. But yep. workers can't stay there. Everything's expensive. For one hundred ninety-five dollars a week, you can share a bed with a clean man. Uh, okay. This guy advertised, and um, you get you get access to the whole house in that. But the bed is like just this one bed with some guy who works in hospitality. He's there sometimes. He's not there some other times. A female who thought the ad must have been worded incorrectly contacted him and he said no no that is correct i'm just always busy with work so i might be there i might be not but when i am there we'll just share the bed um no that sounds weird doesn't it it sounds really dodge it's not even I'm just, hot i'm it, just wondering how i'm gonna word that ad um. yeah but it's not even hot it's not even like the hot swapping bed which they do overseas you know yeah, a morning yeah. shift and a night shift yeah no. No, i know i know um yeah no that's dodge um, talking about Dodge, no. Um, want to mention uh, Guy's uh, workshop. So yes. Guy um, Guy Pigden, uh, our mate, friend of the podcast. Um, shout out to Guy if he's listening. Um, and they have the Guy and Harley podcast Yeah, um, uh, that we uh, listen to. Well, Sam listens to, to be fair, way more than me. I, I pretty much listen to it secondhand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I don't listen to any podcast much anymore, which is my problem. Anyway, so he's doing this workshop, which is make your own indie feature film um, in Hamilton. I'm going along. It's on the Saturday, 16th of March, um, yeah. 9 till 2.30 p.m. It's only 20-odd dollars. Uh, absolutely, you should go. You should get a ticket. There's only There's... Be limited to 20 people. I really yeah, I know. sold out by the time this – not yeah, I think so. It hasn't sold out yet. No. But uh, it says it's super hot, selling fast. Yeah, I would think so. Have you got a ticket? No. No, I, I got a ticket yesterday, so... Um... I'm sending you. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But, just, um... ju- just because on the same day is the Waipa Creative Arts Trail, I'm going to go to that. All right. Okay, all right. I'll have an excuse for it. For it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone's listening, and I know a bunch of filmmaker guys uh, listen to this, I'm I'm just happy to pay twenty bucks to catch up with a guy I haven't seen him for a couple of years. Really, I I thought that it's super cheap. It's almost too cheap. I think it's too cheap. I I, I was I thought it was ridiculous because I I was expecting more like two hundred. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't twenty bucks. Like I was like, oh, fifty bucks would be like pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would two hundred wouldn't have been cheap, but it would have been worth it. So anyway, so yeah. uh, definitely take advantage of that while you can. So yep, that'll be cool. Um, that was the only thing I wanted to say about that. 
Okay, there was a uh, story about an Olympic equestrian, Shane Rose. I think he's Australian. He got in trouble. So the Paris Olympic Games are coming up, and he almost got booted off the team because he went to an event wearing a mankini, which is the thing Borat wears. So not a practice, but an actual event. No, no, no. He, oh, what was the actual event? He was wearing it on the horse, though. Yeah. But it was an unofficial dress-up competition, and oh, it I... happened, like, it happened a while ago. Like, I want to say, like, a month or two ago. Oh, so not at one of the, the events. No, no, no. Not an actual event, no. Um, But he got a letter from the Equestrian Association last week saying it was looking into the complaint. And until they came up with it, he would have been stood down. So initially, they were like, oh, you know, you're stood down on all this sort of stuff. He's like, oh, okay. Um, on what basis? Is it is it because it's bringing the sport into disrepute? Is it because it's unnaturally, um, unnaturally harsh on the horse to have to deal with the man? Well, um, I... I think I think it's because it was at the Wallaby Hill Extravaganza. It's a light-hearted event. They actually are dressed up, but they are competing. They are doing some jumps. Someone had problems because he's in his mankini doing jumps with on the horse in front of children. So maybe there was just too much skin being shown for some people. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. They've said he's okay now. He just apologized. Yeah. He'll carry on. Yeah, we all do stupid things. I, I mean, well, you couldn't. I couldn't get into a mankini these days. But um, I love how I you said. Of, I love how you said these days. <laughs> oh, like, back in the day, back in the day. Um, and I, I bet, I, I bet they weren't called similarly a... bad things. To be fair, and I think there are photos of those things. So don't. You don't want to no, go there. No, no one wants to go there. That we're all <laughs> we're already mentally scarred. <laughs> But um, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the mankini. To be fair, okay. I'm glad we've got that cleared up. I was going to ask, are you a fan of it or not? Because <laughs> that's always a great question to start with. Actually, if you did go to that conferency thing, whatever it was, learning about Jeebus and yeah, God, yeah. you could have busted that out. Now, how do you? Where do you stand on the mankini? I I actually I should text her that. Can you bring this up? Yeah, bring this up as a leadership. <laughs> Talking point. Mind you, I, I, there'd be so many other questions that ask. Like, there's a bit of dispute in the workplace at the moment between this uh, person who's gay and uh, other people, and they're having a real um, problem with that. How how should we handle that? That's right. It's fascinating to find out what the flavour is. Anyway, did you, did you hear that Air Canada has to honour a refund policy that its chatbot made up? Oh, what? <laughs> so it's something an, uh, an LLM type chatbot, like a AI type. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this dude's grandmother died. He went to the website to book a flight, and he didn't know how their bereavement rates worked. So he asked the chatbot to explain. Um, it just gave some random information and said, "Yeah, you book it, and then within ninety days you can request a refund." Um, but it said, "If you don't use it, uh, no, I think you." Yeah, whatever. But it said the 
the actual rules are they will not provide refunds for bereavement travel after the flight is booked. So the chatbot said that he had to, um, <clears throat> it took months for them to sort this out. They finally agreed and they've given him a, um, like a $200 coupon to use on a future flight. And he was unhappy with that. So then he went to a tribunal. Um, they're going to give him a partial refund of about 650 Canadian dollars. Yeah. So now they, it looks like they've turned off their chat bot. That's a terrible way to handle anything like this. We, we've often highlighted some good ways to handle things, and that one is a terrible way. If you just go, no problem at all, sir. Da-da-da. I know, I know. I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to put you up in a really good hotel where you are, and we're going to put this all over social media, and that extra 500 bucks we spend on the hotel is well spent for the story and the reach that we're going to get, and we're going to get way more business for it because we're not a bunch of assholes. I had a run. I had a run in with a chatbot the other week. Yeah, PBT couriers apparently couldn't deliver a package to me, so they left a card. I was okay, and it says you can either come pick it up from us or tell us to re-deliver it. Okay, so go to this website. And the link is broken. That part of the website doesn't work. Okay. And then I had to figure out where they were because I thought I knew where they were, but they're not. They're around the corner from you now. They're next to that huge Kmart distribution center. Oh, like, right. That's right. Yeah. That, they're out there. So, anyway. So the chat bot goes, what's your name? What's your address? What's your email address? Blah, 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 blah. Goes through all the stuff. And then it goes, there is no depot next to you. Goodbye, basically. There's no depot. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> So I just turned up with the card and I walked in and I said, hey, I'm here to pick this up. Your chatbot had issues. And she's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> They're working on it. Yeah, because most chatbots, that's why I said before it was an AI chatbot, because most chatbots are preloaded with set triggers and words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so um, that, that's the old style anyway. So new ones, I, I'm not very familiar with new ones, to be fair. But uh, mm, cool. All right. So what are you up to this week, assuming you survive the weekend? <laughs> oh, that is it. I'm getting better. Yeah, feeling stronger every minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. Yay. Yeah, no, that's it. I'll just get better. And then, um, yeah. Yep. I, uh, I've i got to do some work on the um, Misty Flicks Challenge, the uh, film uh, that we will be l- launching Hopefully this weekend. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I'll get some work done on that. And I have a bunch of other things. And I'm doing a workshop next Saturday morning uh, online, at the Hook Creation Workshop. So I've got a couple of people from overseas already. And I should get a few more in there um, to attend that. So looking forward to that. So I've got a few things on. Nice. All good. Okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.